Hello there. Welcome to another life transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwe Tachero. And uh, I want us to go back to what we were sharing yesterday. Um, we were looking at Second uh, Timothy chapter one and verse seven, where the Bible says, "For God has not given us, excuse me, for God has not given us the spirit of fear." Uh, but of power of love and of a sound mind. So we've been looking at fear. And um, yesterday we prayed about the fear of failure. That if you're afraid to fail, you, 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 you don't want to do anything because you're afraid of failure. You don't want to accomplish anything. You don't want to you know, um, put your mind, your heart and your soul uh, into something because you're afraid of failure. We prayed against the spirit of failure yesterday and I know that you're ready to step out and do stuff and accomplish so many projects that you have as an individual. Then we prayed against the fear of being in ministry and people who are afraid to serve God. You know, they can do anything for God but not to serve Him. You know, can give, me, give Him money, they can attend church, you know, um, they can send money for missionaries, but they will say, God, please don't send me. I'll send my money, I'll send everything else you want, but not my life. So there are many people who are afraid of ministry. So we prayed yesterday against the fear of being in ministry so that you may serve God. Remember, I told you that your money is good, but that's the lowest form of giving in terms of, you know, giving yourself uh, for the work of the ministry. God wants you to give your life. He wants your life, you know. So we prayed against that fear and I pray that you will love ministry. You will love to do ministry. You will love to engage in the work of the ministry. You will serve God. You'll be actively involved in church. You'll be actively involved, you know, in kingdom service. You will serve God with all that you have, you know. You will serve God with all your strength. You will literally give your life to God. Many of us, we haven't given our lives totally, you know, for kingdom service. You will give your life totally for kingdom service. You will invest your soul, your mind, your spirit, your everything, you know, to God to serve him. Because that's the reason why he saved you in the first place. Now, let's continue and go deeper. Uh, number three, we have another type of fear that I want us to pray against today is the fear of marriage is the fear of marriage the truth is uh relationships you know can really really damage uh, one's heart they can really break one's heart especially romantic relationships because this these are relationships where your heart is involved your emotions are involved you know the deepest recesses of your life are involved because when you really love somebody you're telling this person that walk into my life you know i'm giving you my heart i'm gonna give you my um my my everything i'm gonna give you my body i'm gonna give you my soul i'm gonna give you my heart i'm gonna give you my mind and so you're like op you open up yourself to this person and you tell this person that look um i'm gonna be your soulmate i'm gonna be connected to you in a very deeper and a very special way you know, it's going to be so deep, you know, and special. And that's why you find that this is an area where if things don't go right, you know, the injuries are so deep. The wounds are so deep. You know, the injuries are unfathomable. I mean, somebody is broken. Somebody is shattered because you have trusted somebody with your all. You have given this person your, your strength, your passion your emotions, your thoughts, your fears, you know, you are everything. And so when the relationship does not work, you are broken, you are distraught. And this is an area where a lot of people have experienced a lot of pain. They have experienced the deepest of the deepest pain. I mean, excruciating pain because they trusted someone, they gave themselves to someone, you know, they... They, they, they literally poured their hearts to someone and the relationship did not work. And so a lot of people are afraid of marriage. And some people hear stories about marriages, bad marriages, 
they look around and see how bad marriages you know are destroying people domestic violence you know unfaithfulness you know all these bad things that happen in marriage and so uh, the fear of marriage creeps in it creeps into their hearts you know and they, they 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 are scared of it and so someone will stay for many years and he's not making a move because he's simply afraid you know of marriage yet we see in the book of genesis that god said that it is not good for a man to be alone so not being married was not good in the sight of god and that's why god created eve and brought eve you know to adam so anything that god has done you know the underlying reason is it's a good thing so marriage is a good thing being in a relationship is a good thing <coughs> excuse me <coughs> getting married is a good thing because it was not man's a man's idea it was god's idea so marriage is god's idea and it is god who ordained marriage you know for man but you see man has not followed the principles that God has instituted, you know, to govern marriage. And that's why, you know, relationships, romantic relationships or marriage has become, a, you know, a hotbed of wounds, disappointment and pain. But that was not God's original intention for marriage. God wanted marriage to be a place of companionship, a place of love, a place of uh, procreation. Through marriage, God wanted these two people to complete one another. And so it's, it's God's idea and it's a wonderful idea. It's a brilliant idea. But we are seeing that it's a place where people are experiencing a lot of pain. And that's why a lot of people are afraid of it. And they keep on referring to bad marriages. They keep on referring to crazy marriages. Uh, no wonder, you know, we have a lot of fear in the world today concerning marriage. But let me tell you, marriage from God's point of view is supposed to be a blessing to you supposed to complete you as a person because Adam when he was alone he was lonely look at him in the garden of Eden he was lonely he didn't have anybody that he could relate with of course the animals were there the car the the, the lions the elephants the hyenas the gazelles uh, crickets mosquitoes all these animals were there all these creatures were there in the garden of Eden but you see there was nobody he could relate with there was nobody that looked almost like him and that's why god created eve and brought eve to him and adam started flourishing he prophesied said bone of my bones flesh of our flesh of my flesh he even gave you know the name woman to this female creature that god brought before him so marriage is a blessing and i think i need to uh, really emphasize that marriage is a blessing it doesn't matter what you see in the world today it doesn't matter what you see people go through in the world today. Marriage is a blessing. Marriage is God's idea. Marriage is God's plan for mankind. Marriage is God's um, God's idea, you know, to benefit our lives. And so we have to rewire our minds. We have to uh, change our minds about marriage. We have to think about marriage from God's point of view. And that is it. That is that marriage is a blessing. Marriage is a blessing to both a husband and a wife. If marriage is, uh, is practiced in the right way, if the principles of marriage are practiced, if the principles of marriage are put into place in the marriage, then the marriage is going to be a blessing to both the husband and the wife. You know, like for example, the Bible says, husbands love your wives. And then it says, wives submit. I mean, that is, I mean, that is, that is the foundation of marriage. That the husband loves and the wife submits. It's the, it's the foundation of marriage. And if you don't, you don't have this foundation in your marriage, then your marriage is going to, you know, have serious, serious problems. The husband has the responsibility to love. And then the wife has the responsibility, you know, to submit to her own husband. So when the, when the husband does not love, then submission will never flow. You know, very, very important. When the husband doesn't love, then, you know, submission will not flow. The, the reason why we are submitted to God, because in John 3.16, he loved us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. 
you know, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So God loved, and that's why it's easy for us to submit to him. So when the husband loves, submission will just flow, you know, from his wife. So that, that is the foundation. And you can see that a lot of people get married and they don't want to follow this foundation. They don't want... The husband is stubborn, doesn't want to love. The wife is stubborn, doesn't want to submit. You can never have a marriage. You can never, you are lying to us. You might take pictures together. You might hold hands in public. You might try to show us that you're really in love. But let me tell you, you are lying. And a lot of couples, you know, they, they have a lot of PDA, public display of affection, which is a cover-up, you know, of a rotten marriage that they have in the house. The moment they get to the house, they can talk to each other. There is tension, there are issues, there are problems, you know. And so it's just a show. And many, many couples really, really, you know, try to show that they are okay, but they are not okay. You know, a lot of people pretend a lot. A lot of couples pretend a lot. Take pictures together, you know, in places, in hotels, you know, try to hold hands. in. But let me tell you, if you go to their houses, it's not like that. They are fighting like Tom and Jerry. They are, they are, they are calling each other names. You know, maybe they're not even sleeping in the same, in the same bedroom. You know, they are fighting. So it's, 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 it should not be a show. It should be something that you live. You know, in your house, when the cameras are off, when nobody is watching, and it begins with that foundation, the husband has to love, you know, and if you're here and you're a husband, please listen to me keenly. You must love your wife. It's not a suggestion. It's a command from God, and the wife has to submit to you. She has to submit to love. She has to submit to love because love, love induces submission. Love provokes submission. Love, you know, will make submission flow out of your wife. Amen. Anyway, I've gone into a different tangent, but it's important for me. It was important for me to say that. So many people are afraid of marriage because they see um, bad marriages around them. But I think I also need to encourage you. Why don't you start, you know, looking around for good marriages? You know, start looking around for good marriage because we have a lot of good marriages around. Start just looking around for good marriages and, and you will see that marriage will become attractive to you because we have very good marriages around us. As much as we have bad marriages, we have good marriages. We have marriages that are fantastic, marriages that are awesome, marriages that make you feel like, hey, yes, this thing is good. And this thing, I want it. I also want to have such a marriage. I also want to have such a relationship. And so we must conquer the fear of marriage because God is the one who, um, who brought about this idea of marriage in the world. When you look at Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 20, it talks about Joseph. When Joseph, you know, felt like Mary was not, um, uh, was 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 giving very in an, a very interesting story about her being pregnant you know by god he thought of leaving her he thought of leaving her he thought hey this thing i can i can i cannot deal with this and you know one of the reasons why many people you know leave their marriage is because of tough times is because of difficult times you know mary 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 was going through a very difficult moment at that particular time she she's a fiance to joseph and the holy spirit comes and overshadows her and she becomes pregnant and they are not even married you know uh, and joseph behaved like every typical man i mean you you go out with this lady you are dating and all of a sudden she tells you she is pregnant and you are not responsible i mean um an ordinary man will just you know you know say that this thing is over and so joseph was thinking of leaving you know because the bible says joseph you know was a just man Matthew chapter 1, 18 to 20. Now the birth of Jesus was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Before they even came together, you know, Joseph discovered, hey, that Mary has a child. And so Joseph thought, hey, I cannot continue with this relationship. Any other man could have responded uh, uh, the way uh, responded the way Joseph did. Then Joseph, her husband, look at now what the Bible is calling her. Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. He didn't want to embarrass her, so he wanted to just, you know, break this relationship secretly. You know, just behaving funny, sending signals to 
Mary that, hey, this thing cannot continue. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. God had to come and help Joseph to conquer his fear you know of marrying mary and i want to pray for people here who are afraid of marriage that may god help you to conquer that fear of marriage you truly want it you truly desire it but there is the fear that yours will not work yours will crumble but i pray that may you conquer that fear this morning in the name of jesus overcome that fear in the name of jesus and make a bold step you know, to get married in the name of Jesus. I pray that that fear will not cripple you, that fear will not stop you, you know, from making this very important step in your life because you need it, you are mature enough, you are ready for marriage, you are mature emotionally, you are mature psycho psychologically, you are mature, you know, um, in, in terms of uh, emotionally and you're ready for, 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 for this next level you know, of your life, I pray that any fear that cripples you, any fear that discourages you, any fear that puts you down, may you overcome it in the name of Jesus. And if you're going out with someone and there are challenges, I pray that may God grant you wisdom to overcome those challenges, to surmount those challenges, that you may sit down, you may talk, and you may sort them out so that that relationship does not screech to a halt in the name of Jesus. Every single person here, I pray for you that you will get married in the name of Jesus. May you overcome that fear and may you get married in Jesus' name. May you get married to the right man. May you get married to the right woman in the name of Jesus. I pray that may God lead you. If you are here, I want you to receive this prayer in faith. You are single and you are here. May God lead you. May God direct your path. May God connect you with the right person in the name of Jesus Christ. God sees your heart. God sees your desire. God sees the prayers that you have made. God sees the seeds that you have sown. God sees the fastings that you have done. You know, you're looking forward to, um, to a godly man, a godly woman. I pray that may God answer your prayer. May God cross. May God make your path cross. May God make you meet the person. May God open your eyes to see the person, you know, in the name of Jesus. And may your hearts be connected. And may you have a wonderful marriage to the glory and honor of God's name in the name of Jesus. Receive that prayer. Receive that proclamation. Receive that blessing this morning. Yes, you will wed. And you'll have a wonderful marriage. You'll have a wonderful family. You'll raise up wonderful children together in the name of Jesus. And I even pray for single mothers here that all is not lost. May God remember you. May God bring a man who will have the heart of an ocean, who will love you together with your kids or together with your child in the name of Jesus. He will take care of you. He will love your son. He will love your daughter. He will take care of both of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive that blessing and may the fear of marriage, may the fear of marriage, yes, leave your heart in the name of Jesus. I even pray for those who are married. There are people who are married and they still have the fear of marriage. They are always, always suspecting their spouse, always having issues with their spouse because they think their spouse will leave them. We cast out that fear out of your heart in the name of Jesus. You're always afraid that your husband will run away with another woman. You're always afraid that your woman will run away with another man. I pray that may that fear be conquered. May that fear be dispelled from your heart. May that fear dissolve, you know, in your heart and in your mind in the name of Jesus. May you have confidence that your marriage will work in Jesus' name. And we all shout a big amen. Amen. Number four, we are moving because I want us to pray. Is the fear of leadership. Is the fear of leadership. Do you know that the world has a shortage of leaders? We don't have good leaders in the world today. That's why there's chaos, disorganization, confusion, and all these you know, bad things that we see in the world today. Poverty, crime, rebellion. It's because we have leaders, but we have very few you know, good leaders. Fear has robbed the world of great leaders. Leaders who are good, leaders who are fantastic, are afraid 
you know, of, you know, rising to the occasion and offering leadership in our community, leadership in the church, and leadership in our society. A lot of potential leaders, potential good leaders, have refused to take their place to bring order to bring organization in our world today. And a lot of people are great leaders, I'm telling you, but they are just afraid. Good leaders, fantastic leaders, they can bring order, they can bring, you know, a sanity in, in a country, they can, bring, uh, they can bring sanity in a community, but they are just afraid. They don't want to do it. They don't want to step out and do it. They don't want to, you know, the, 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 the fear they have is that I, if, if, I, if I become a leader, I might fail. If I become a leader, I might disappoint God. I might disappoint people. If I become a leader, you know, things might go south. And so they are afraid. And yet they are, they, they, they are the people that God has ordained to bring order, to bring organization, you know, to bring sanity, you know, in our society, in our church in our churches, in our country, in this world. But because of fear, they have not stepped to the plate to be able to bring or to, to, um, to lead the country, to lead the society, to lead the church in the right direction. It's the fear of leadership. And many people confuse leadership with title. They say, I don't, want, I don't want to be called this. I don't want to be called this. I don't want to be called this. I don't want people to hate me because of this, because of this title, you know. And so they just allow fear to cripple them. And so the world continues to plunge into chaos, into madness, you know, into disorganization because they have succumbed to fear. <coughs> In Numbers chapter 13, Moses chose you know, leaders to represent the children of Israel. And he told them, I want you to go and spy the land. I want you to go and look at this land that God has said he has already given to us. And you see, when God was telling Moses to send spies, he knew that the land had people there, giants were there, all these crazy guys were there, you know, and he knew. And when Moses was sending these people, God already knew that they are going to see these people. But the promise was that this is your land. God has given you this land. And we pick up the story in verse 30 to 33. You know, when the guys had come back, when the leaders had come back, and when they came back, they came back with reports. And, you know, 10 of them came with a bad report. They discouraged people. They told people, look, God has said that this land is ours. But he didn't tell you that the, the land is inhabited by giants. And I don't think we are able, you know, you know, to take over this land. Numbers chapter 13, verse 30 to 33. Then another leader stood up. His name is Caleb. I love him. Caleb quieted the people because everybody started crying. Everybody started whining and complaining. Everybody started, you know, blaming, you know, Moses for making a wrong move. He was leading them, you know, into a death trap. And they were whining and complaining. And Caleb rose up, one of the leaders that was sent. You know, he rose up. Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone, as spy is the land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the, the descendants of Anak, you know, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. So, so there, was, there was good leadership and there was bad leadership. And I thank God, when you read verse uh, chapter 14, you know, Caleb did not give up. He kept on speaking, you know. Caleb did not give up because he was a good leader. And we have good leaders who can go against the conventional tide, tide of you know, of, of discouragement. You see, the 10 discouraged people told them, we can't do it, we can't fight. We, I mean, we, we, we are like grasshoppers in the outside. These are giants, but Caleb stood. He stood, he went against public opinion. He stood and he said, look, we are, we were, we are, we were, sorry, we are uh, well able. We are uh, well able. We are able to take, you know, this land. We are able to overcome these giants because God is with us. And in fact, he said, let us go up at once. This is the time. This is the moment. Timing is everything. We need to go now because the promise is hanging, you know, on, on top of our heads. We need to go right now. There's a sense of urgency 
you know and so he rose up because he was a good leader we have good leaders no matter how many bad leaders we have no matter how many terrible leaders we have we have calibs and calibs must overcome their fear they have to step to the plate. They have to rise up. They have to silence every negative leadership. And they have to build faith in the lives of the people and tell people we are well able. I pray that you'll be like Caleb. I pray that you'll be the Caleb that God is looking for. I pray that you'll be the Caleb that the church is looking for. I pray that you'll be the Caleb that your society is looking for. I pray that you'll be the Caleb that this country is looking for. That you will rise to the occasion. No matter the negative news that we hear all around every day around us no matter you know the negativity surrounding us no matter the hopelessness surrounding us no matter the bleakness that is surrounding us you will rise like Caleb and become a great leader and declare that we are able we can do it we can build we can plant churches we can preach we can raise pastors we can build a thousand cathedrals yes we can we, we can do amazing things for God you will rise up and you will go against uh, against the tide of negativity and declare what God has declared in the name of Jesus. Do I have Caleb's in this house? Do I have Caleb's in this place? Do I have Caleb's in this broadcast? Do I have Caleb's in this place right now listening to me? God is speaking to you. You cannot succumb to fear. You see, the ten succumbed to fear. They saw the sons of the giants. They saw the giants in the land and fear struck their hearts. They succumbed to fear. They became afraid and they carried the same fear to the congregation. But I thank God for a Caleb. I thank God for Caleb, brother. Caleb stood his ground. He raised, he raised his voice, you know, you know, and he said, look, we are able. He didn't come back with fear. He didn't bring back fear. He didn't bring back cowardice. He, bring, he brought back courage and faith and hope. And he told the people, look, we are able. We are able to conquer you know, these giants. I know the giants are there. I know the giants are real. I know the giants are equipped, but we are able to take over this land because God has given us the land. I pray that you'll be a Caleb. I pray that you will rise. I pray that you will overcome every fear of leadership. I pray you will overcome cowardice and you will rise up and take your position as a great, strong leader and you'll bring hope. You will inspire people. You will you, you will you will you will inspire faith. You will you will you will you will bring faith to the multitudes and cause people to follow God and to believe that they can be able to do great things. You will inspire and motivate people to be able to achieve greatness because you were you you are not afraid of leadership, you are not a carrier of fear, you are a carrier of courage, you are a you are a carrier of, of hope, you are a carrier of faith, just like. Caleb, in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up, Caleb, this morning. Rise up, rise up, rise up. Every Caleb that has succumbed to fear here, rise up in the name of Jesus. Every Caleb here that has been has, has been intimidated by fear, rise up right now in the name of Jesus. I speak to every Caleb here. You know yourself. You're listening to me and you know that I'm talking to you. I command you to rise up and take your place in the name of Jesus. You cannot succumb to fear. You cannot give in to fear. You cannot, you can, you cannot be a victim of fear. You, you cannot be a victim of negativity. Rise up this morning and take your place. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lastly, and then we pray, is the fear of future, of the future. Is the fear of the future. There are people who are afraid of the future. When they think about their future, it's bleak. They just see darkness. And, and, and fear has struck their hearts. They are, not, they are not looking forward to the future. The future is not exciting to them. Because all they see, all they see about the future is, is, is pain, is failure, is darkness. You know, they don't have this beautiful, picturesque of uh, a wonderful future that God has crafted for them. There are many people who are not even looking forward to great things. They are not looking forward to tomorrow. 
They are living for today. They are not excited about tomorrow. They are just afraid of the future. In fact, there are people because of being afraid of the future, they don't even plan for it. They don't even think about it much because they think it is not going to be exciting. It is not going to end very well. It is going to be full of you know, pain, you know, poverty, failure, you know, broken hearts. All they see is bad things about the future. They see, they, they see divorce, they see separation, they see sicknesses and diseases, they see poverty, you know, they see retrogression. All that they see about the future is just bad things. But let me tell you, you know, yes, you must, you must, let me tell you, you must overcome, you must overcome the fear of your future, the fear of the future, because when you're in Christ, you already have a future. When you're in God, you already have a great future. You know, when you follow God, you have a great future. Look at what the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. For I know the plans. This is God speaking. says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So in God, we have hope. In God, we have a future. Those who are serving God, those who are living for God, I'm telling you, you have a hope and you have a you have a future in God. So don't be afraid of the future. In fact, you must march forward into the future with boldness and confidence because God has a plan for your life. The reason why he created you, the reason why he saved you, the reason why he has preserved you all these years is because he has a plan for your life. And that plan must be fulfilled when you when you look up to God, when you put your faith in God, when you follow God, when you serve God, your future is going to unfold. Your future is going to be re revealed to you in the name of Jesus. So don't be afraid of the future because God has a plan for your life. That's why he created you. That's why he allowed you to be, uh, uh, to, to be alive all these years. That's why he brought you into his kingdom. That's why he sent his spirit to convict you that you may give your life to Christ and follow him and serve you is because he has a plan you might not have a plan but he has a plan and when you align your life and yourself to god's god's will over your life you are going to locate his plan for your life when you follow god when you follow his voice when you submit to his leading when you give yourself totally to him i am telling you you are going to stumble into god's plan for your life so don't be afraid of the future i need to tell somebody here that the future is bright the future is bright the future is better than your past the future is better than your present the future is bright believe in god follow god believe in his word align yourself to god and i'm telling you his plan over your life will unfold ladies and gentlemen it is time to pray i want us to raise up our voice and begin to pray we are fighting the fear of marriage in the name of jesus the fear of marriage and this is a very powerful prayer that even the married need to pray we are fighting the fear that we see concerning marriage in the name of jesus raise up your voice right now and begin to pray father in the name of jesus i take authority against every form of fear concerning marriage in the name of jesus i pray even for singles who are here i lift them up to you oh god some of them lord have postponed marriage because of the fear of marriage some of them oh god are afraid of dating and afraid to commit themselves to anyone because of the fear of marriage this morning i take authority against that fear in the name of jesus this morning i stand yes as a prophet and i cast out that fear out of their hearts and minds in the name of jesus father i know some of them have been in relationships and their hearts were broken some of them were in relationships and they were disappointed and they don't want anything to do with marriage anymore but father we know from your word that marriage was started by you was initiated by you and you brought marriage into our lives so that it can be a blessing i pray for a change in their minds oh god i pray for transformation in their minds dear over god and i pray oh god yes that they will not be afraid of marriage they will not be afraid of dating they will not be afraid of making this step that is meant to enrich their lives in the name of jesus every form of fear that has kept you from marriage i break it this morning in the name of jesus every form of fear that has kept you from praying for marriage, from desiring marriage. I pray.
break it right now in the name of Jesus. Every fear surrounding marriage, even for the married couples, they are afraid that they will be left. They are afraid that they will divorce. They are afraid that their spouse will be unfaithful to them. They are afraid that their spouse will die and leave them when they are young. I cast out that fear in the name of Jesus. I cast out that fear from your heart and from your mind this morning in the name of Jesus. Everybody raise your voice and fight the spirit that is attacking marriage. Fight the spirit that is stopping young people from getting married. Fight the spirit of fear that is attacking our hearts and our minds concerning marriage. Yet marriage is a blessing. Marriage was initiated by God. Fight that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for a lady here who has gone through pain, through marriage, and she's so discouraged. She's so afraid. She doesn't want anything to do with marriage. I pray for her liberation this morning in the name of Jesus. I pray that may she be set free from the clutches of this spirit in the name of Jesus. I pray for a young man who has been disappointed in the area of relationships in the name of Jesus. I pray for his freedom today. Set him free, oh God. Oh yes, I pray for people here who had even said I will never get married because of what they went through and because of what they have seen in marriage. Some of them grew up, oh yes, with domestic violence. Some of them grew up seeing their mothers or their fathers suffering in marriage. And they made a vow and they say, I will not get married. They have been living in the prison of fear. They say, I can't do it. Father, I pray, set them free this morning in the name of Jesus. That chain, that bondage, I pray, oh God, that may it be broken off their lives in the name of Jesus. Lord, Lord, I pray. I pray, oh God, that their minds are being renewed. Their minds are being renewed. I pray that their emotions are being healed in the name of Jesus. I pray that the pain, the pain that is in their hearts is being healed right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Jehovah God, the pain that is in their soul is being healed right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Jehovah God, that the disappointment, the, 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 the pain and the wound will not keep them from this wonderful institution in the name of Jesus. I pray that there will be healing in their hearts. Some of them are bleeding. Some of them are broken. Some of them, oh God, their hearts are in pieces because of what they have gone through in this area of marriage. But I pray, Lord, that you stretch your hand and touch their broken hearts. Touch their minds. Touch them, oh God. Touch them, Jehovah God. Heal them, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus. Marriage is a blessing. Marriage is a blessing. Turn around their lives this morning in the name of Jesus. I even pray, oh God, for those who have spouses who are abusive, those who have spouses who are unfaithful. I pray that may you turn their hearts around. Touch them, oh God. Heal them, oh God. Save them, oh God. Deliver them, oh God. Oh yes, from this mess that they are in this morning in the name of Jesus. And Father, I speak my Marriages, godly marriages right now. I speak godly marriages right now in the lives of your children. In the name of Jesus, I speak godly marriages. I pray for single people here who are mature enough to get married. I pray for them, Lord. I pray that you lead them to the right man. Lead them to the right woman. I pray that you guide their steps. I pray, oh God, that you order their steps in the right direction, that they may meet the right person, a godly man and a godly woman, that they will come together and have a wonderful marriage in the name of Jesus. I pray for the marriages that are hurting. I pray for the marriages that are on the rocks. I pray Jehovah God that may you step in the middle of those marriages and bring sanity, bring healing, bring order, bring reconciliation in the name of Jesus. Right now Father I pray, stretch your hand and heal these marriages. Heal these marriages. Heal these marriages that are on the 
brink of destruction. Heal these marriages that are on the brink of collapse. Heal these marriages that are on the brink of separation and divorce. In the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, heal these marriages right now. In the name of Jesus, heal, heal, heal these marriages right now. In the name of Jesus, heal these marriages right now. In the name of Jesus, any woman, any man that is trusting you for marital settlement, I pray that may you remember them. Remember them this morning. As fear is going, let courage come, let faith come. And I pray that may you remember them. I pray that may you bless them. I pray that may you give them a godly man, a godly woman. May you give them a godly spouse. In the name of Jesus, remember them, Lord. Remember them, Lord. Remember them, Lord. I stand in the gap on behalf of the singles who are here, who are not married, and they are looking forward oh, to a spouse. I pray, oh God, that may you remember them. In the name of Jesus, we cast out all fear. I cast out all fear from their hearts and in their, mind, and in their minds. And I pray that may you remember them. May you remember them. May you remember them. May you remember them, Jehovah God. You declared in your word that none shall lack her mate. I pray, oh yes, I pray, Jehovah God, that their man may locate them, their woman may locate them. In the name of Jesus. I give you glory, I give you praise. There is nothing that is difficult with you, Jehovah God. In the name of Jesus, let's keep on praying. I want us to pray. I want us to pray against the fear of leadership. I want you to pray that Caleb's will arise. In the name of Jesus, Caleb's will arise. Caleb's will arise. In the name of Jesus, Father, we come against the fear of leadership. We come against the fear that keeps people, you know, from leading, keeps people from bringing order, keeps people from bringing sanity, keeps people from rising up and taking the challenge of leadership in the name of Jesus. There are men that you have chosen to be leaders. There are women that you have chosen to be leaders. But Father, fear has kept them from leadership functions. Fear, fear has kept them from becoming leaders. This morning, I pray that may that fear be broken in the name of Jesus. Every fear that has crippled every leader here. I pray that may that fear be destroyed. May it be obliterated in the name of Jesus. Every fear that has become a stumbling block in the life of every leader here. I pray that may that fear be cast out. That spirit be cast out in the name of Jesus. You spirit of fear that has kept that has kept leaders away. You spirit of fear that has robbed the church of leaders. You spirit of fear that has robbed our community of leaders. You spirit of fear that has robbed even our nation of great leaders. This morning, I want to cast you out in the name of Jesus. You have no authority. You have no power over their lives anymore. In the name of Jesus, I cast you out. I cast you out. Remember, it is a spirit. Cast that spirit out in the name of Jesus. You spirit of fear that has silenced every Caleb here. You spirit of fear that has intimidated every Caleb here. You spirit of fear that has made people bring back a bad report concerning God's promises over their lives. I cast you out right now in the name of Jesus. I cast you out right now. You spirit of fear that has hindered leaders from taking their place to bring order, to bring organization, to bring leadership, or oh, yes, to bring vision into the lives of the masses. We cast you out right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I proclaim that Caleb's are rising. Caleb's are rising. Caleb's are rising. There are Caleb's here. There are Caleb's here. There are Caleb's here. I pray, oh God, that may they rise. May they rise right now in the name of Jesus. Every Caleb that is listening to me. Let there be a stirring in your heart to rise up and to take your place in the name of Jesus. Every Caleb here, oh yes, that has been surrounded by ten negative spies. I pray that may you rise. May you rise in the name of Jesus. Every Joshua that is here listening to me that has been silenced by fear, that has been intimidated by fear, I command you to rise right now in the name 
name of Jesus. Caleb and Joshua, rise up right now in the name of Jesus. Take your place. Lead. Bring vision. Bring hope. Inspire faith in the lives of people. In the name of Jesus, you will not be a victim of fear any longer in the name of Jesus you will not be a victim of fear fear will not rule in your heart you will lead you will rise you will bring vision you will bring hope you will bring faith you will inspire faith in the hearts of people in the name of Jesus rise up rise up rise up every caliber come forth in the name of Jesus every caliber that is in the tomb of fear Every Joshua that is in the tomb of fear, I proclaim right now, I declare right now, come forth, arise, 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 arise right now in the name of Jesus. Come out of your fear, come out of your cowardice, arise right now, come out of your cowardice, come out of your fear, arise right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, you Caleb, I'm speaking to you, rise up right now, let your heart be stirred up. Let your heart be stirred up. Let your mind be stirred up. Let your spirit be stirred up. I pray for a stirring of leadership in your heart, in your spirit, in your soul. May it stir like fire in the name of Jesus, like a flame of fire in the name of Jesus. Rise up right now and take your leadership position in the name of Jesus. You will never succumb to fear again in Jesus' name. You will never be intimidated by fear again in the name of Jesus. You will not be silenced by fear anymore in the name of Jesus. Rise up this morning. My God, my God, in the name of Jesus. Caleb, 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 come forth. Caleb, come forth. Joshua, come forth. Caleb, come forth. Joshua, come forth. Arise, arise, arise and bring vision. Arise and breathe life into people. Arise and inspire hope in our hearts. In the name of Jesus, arise and bring order and organization and bring progress. In the name of Jesus, I speak, I speak to every Caleb in this country. May you arise in the name of Jesus. May, may Caleb's of Kenya arise right now. May Joshua's of Kenya arise right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. From wherever you are, from every corner of this country, I command you to arise. I prophesy over your life. Arise and overcome every fear in the name of Jesus. Great leaders, great leaders, great leaders, great leaders great leaders. I pray for great leaders in our church. I pray for great leaders in COT. Every Caleb in COT. Every Joshua in COT. I prophesy and I proclaim that you are arising right now in the name of Jesus. Nothing will keep you down. Fear will not keep you down. I speak you into existence. May you come forth right now in the name of Jesus. Arise. Arise. Arise right now. Arise right now. Take your place and begin to serve begin to lead, bring order, bring vision, bring hope, inspire faith right now in the name of Jesus. You Caleb, you Caleb, you Caleb, I speak to you. You Caleb, arise right now. You Caleb, come forth. Come out of that tomb. Come out of that tomb of fear. Come out of that tomb of cowardice. Arise this morning. Arise this morning. Arise this morning. Arise this morning in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Now, I want you to pray against the fear of your future. Your future is bright. Any fear concerning your future, any fear concerning the days ahead, I want you to pray against that fear right now in the name of Jesus. It will not cripple you. It will not limit you. It will not stop you from moving forward in the name of Jesus. You fear of the future. I come against you right now. You have crippled God's children. You have crippled God's people. You have been a stumbling block in their lives. I come against you right now in the name of Jesus. The fear of the future. When you look at the future, all you see is darkness. All you see is pain. All you see is hopelessness. All you see is poverty. The devil is a liar. I want God, I want God to visit you in a mighty way. 
I want God to visit you in a mighty way. I pray that God may visit you in a mighty way and your eyes may be opened to see a future that he has for you. He has a great plan for you. He has a great future for you. I pray that God may open your eyes. I pray that God may enlighten your understanding that you may see the future that he has for you is a great future. The future that he has for you in ministry, the future that he has for you in marriage, the future that he has for you in your career, the future that he has for you as far as your gifts and your talents are concerned is a bright future. May God open your eyes to see your future is full of wealth. Your future is full of victories. Your future is full of joy. Your future is full of great, great things. In the name of Jesus, we cast out every fear concerning the future. Fear that makes us see bleakness. Fear that makes us see poverty in our future. Fear that makes us see failure in our future. Fear that... Excuse me. Fear that makes us see bad things for our future. I cast out that fear out of your heart and in your mind in the name of Jesus. Oh my goodness. You will not be blind to the plan of God concerning your life. You will not be blind to the plan of God concerning your life. You will not be blind to the plan of God concerning your future. You will not be blind to the plan of God concerning the days ahead because they are full of beauty. They are full of goodness. They are full of his masses in the name of Jesus. You will not be blind to the opportunities that God has planned for you in the future. You will not be blind to the great things that God has ordained for you in the future. May your eyes be opened. May your eyes be opened in the name of Jesus. May your understanding be enlightened in the name of Jesus. May you begin to see. May you begin to see. May you begin to see his plan. May you begin to see his plan. His plan for you. It is to give you a hope and a future. May you begin to see that plan right now in the name of Jesus. I remove scales from your eyes. I remove blindness from your eyes. Begin to see the plan. Begin to see the plan. Begin to see the great things that God has in store for you. Oh yes, in the future, in the name of Jesus. And as you begin to see the plan, as you begin to see the future, oh, your faith will be invigorated. Your hope will be rekindled. Your strength will come back. Your joy will be rekindled in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over you that the plan of God over your life will not be thwarted by fear. The plan of God over your life will not be frustrated by fear in the name of Jesus. The plan of God concerning your life will not be destroyed by fear in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, the plan that God has for you, for your family, for your children, will not be destroyed by faithlessness. In the name of Jesus, you will overcome it. You will overcome it. You will overcome it. You will overcome it. You will overcome every fear in your life in the name of Jesus. You will overcome every fear. Fear of fear, fear, fear of leadership, fear of marriage, and fear of your future in the name of Jesus because God is ordering your steps. God is the one that is leading you. God is the one that is directing you. God is the one that is going before you to clear the path for you. God is the one that is going before you to remove every obstacle, to remove every hurdle. God is the one that is going before you to remove and to fight the giants who are in your land in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. He has already given you the promise. He has already told you that that is your land. That is your future. And I pray that as you align your life to God, as he leads you, you begin to see your future unfolding. You begin to see your future becoming a reality in your life. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. You will no longer be afraid. You will no longer be intimidated. You will no longer carry fear in your heart concerning your future. In the name of Jesus. Begin to march into your future with boldness. Begin to march into your future with courage. Begin to march into your future full of hope and faith in the name of Jesus. Look forward to waking up every every morning full of faith, full of hope, and full of, full of, full of joy because God has a plan. God has a plan for your life. God has your future in the palm of his hands and he will bring 
bring that future to fruition in your life in the name of Jesus. May you receive joy. May you receive peace concerning your future this morning. May you receive strength concerning your future this morning. May you receive hope concerning your future this morning because your future is in the hands of God. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will direct you. He will provide for you. He will grant you the resources. He will finance your journey. He will connect you with the right people who are going to lead you to your future, who are going to connect you to your future in the name of Jesus. And I have a feeling I'm one of them. He will connect you with the right people who are going to guide you, who are going to encourage you, who are going to motivate you, who are going to inspire you until you apprehend your future in the name of Jesus. May joy rise in your heart. May hope rise in your heart. May faith rise in your heart because God is going to fulfill his plan concerning your life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you thanks, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, because every form of fear is defeated in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, because every spirit of fear is defeated this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, because every spirit of fear has been defeated. It will not cripple our hearts. It will not limit us. It is defeated because you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. We receive power to surge forward. We receive power to move forward. We receive power to continue on this journey of faith without quitting. In the name of Jesus, we receive power to keep going, not to lose momentum because our future is brighter. In the name of Jesus, we receive power to keep going, to keep going, to keep going. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, and I bless your name. I want you to take a minute and begin to thank God right now. Thank God because the spirit of fear is defeated in the name of Jesus. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank God. Give God glory. Give God praise for your future. Give God glory and praise for your marriage. Give God praise and glory all for leadership in the name of Jesus. Give God praise because fear is defeated. Yes, you are no longer a prisoner of fear. You are not a slave to fear in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Give God thanks because your future is bright. You can see it. Some of you God is opening up your eyes right now you can see your future is bright is full of good things is full of marvelous things is full of fantastic things in the name of Jesus your future is full of wealth your future is full of good health your future is full of progress your future is full of prosperity your future is full of goodness and masses of God in the name of Jesus your future is full of victory yes in Jesus name your future future is full of joy and peace. Your future is full of settlement in the name of Jesus. Your future is great. Oh yes, by the grace of God, your future is full of a wonderful family, beautiful children, great grandchildren in the name of Jesus. Your future is great. It's full of great friends, faithful friends in your life in the name of Jesus. Your future is clouded with goodness and masses from Jehovah God. Your future is full of beauty in the name of Jesus. Your future is full of strength, progress, and success. That is your future. Receive it and thank God for a great future this morning. Oh my goodness, your future, your future is full of great and marvelous things. Your future, your future is, 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 is full of houses and lands. Oh yes, Lord, I thank you for a great future, wonderful future, a, a marvelous future, a beautiful future. I give you glory. I give you praise. I give you honor. I thank you in advance. I bless you in advance. I worship you in advance because of your great plan concerning my life. I magnify you in advance because of a bright future that you're giving me and you're giving my children. You're giving it to my seed as well. I thank you, oh God. Are you thanking God this morning?
morning. Are you receiving a great future this morning? God has a plan for your life and the devil is a liar. Don't succumb to fear. Don't succumb to intimidation. God has a great plan for you. Have hope this morning. Have faith this morning. May your faith rise. May your, may your hope be rekindled that God has a great future for you and it's a wonderful future. Yes, it's a wonderful future. It's a great future. Lord, we thank you and Lord, we bless you. We magnify you. We glorify you for a great future. A, a great future. In Jesus' name, we pray and we all shout a big amen. Amen. Woo, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, for a great future. My goodness, what a prayer service this morning. Awesome, powerful, amazing. <clears throat> How many believe that God has spoken to you this morning? Yes, God has spoken to you this morning. You have a great future. I want you to live knowing that you have a great future in the name of Jesus. Don't worry about your past and don't worry about your present. Where you're going is the most important thing. You have a great future in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Mm. Leave this broadcast with confidence in your heart that you have a great future. In fact, I want you to type. I want everybody who is listening to me to type. It's a confession. Confession is possession. I want you to type. Everybody listening to me, I want you to type, I have a great future. I have a great future. Type in that comment section, I have a great future. As you're making that declaration, your future is becoming great and is becoming bright. I have a great, bright future. Oh yes, I have a great, bright future. Type it right now in the name of Jesus. It is your confession of faith that you're making this morning. Confession brings possession. I have a great, bright future. Confess it right now in Jesus. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazo Tachero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.